conversation with Adila Fortune. thought-provoking heart and topics that's never really dealt with. Now, honesty and integrity, listener, is that the key to a loving, lasting relationship? My guest clinical psychologist at Kesa Clinic, Sine Zungo. Very good afternoon, Sine. Good afternoon to you too. How are you doing? Fabulous, darling. All right, Thank now, you. Sine, you know, I was just chatting to somebody a moment ago, and, and it's a known fact that Across the world, the month of Feb has kind of become synonymous with the celebration of romantic relationships and just, yeah, romantic love itself. Yeah, it really, it really has been that way. I think uh, our modern world is quite um, um, deeply focused on this particular kind of love because it's this kind of love that uh, families are built upon, where two people find each other and start a family, where. Um, they get that um, fulfillment of the romantic love, having someone next to you, someone you can consider a partner in this life. It is one of those things that um, is a basic human need. Um, love isn't just a feeling you, you have, but it is an, an actual need. As a human being, living, existing, you need to love. I want to move on the fact that we're now focusing on relationships, right? So I want to mm-hmm. talk about the type of behaviors that help a relationship last. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are a couple of behaviors that, uh, that really assist in um, prolonging relationships, especially once the novelty of um, romantic love has now um, worn off, that we're the newness of the love is no longer as alluring, where you've been together for quite some time. There are certain behaviors that help the relationship, and we call these uh, maintenance strategies um, in psychology. Right. Um, we have um, about five key maintenance strategies um, that really help with relationships, we find in um, our studies. Um, and these include, the first one is positivity. Mm-hmm. So uh, positivity is about... Um, having a presence of positive aspects and positive experiences within the relationship. So having happy and pleasant moments, spending time to each other, with each other, as opposed to constantly having arguments, for example. Mm-hmm. And this also includes moments of passion and moments of sexual intimacy. Positivity is about thinking about the, the person you love and having that feeling come over you, that, that warmth, that comfort come over you when that person comes to mind. The second uh, one is assurances. So assurances here, we refer to the ability of both partners to provide each other with comfort and psychological security. Um, And this can include things like um, adding positively to your partner's uh, self-esteem through assurances of their worth. Um, Because we know you might have a terrible day at work, but when you get back home and you tell your partner, your, your spouse, about everything that happened, your spouse ideally should be able to give you that comfort, that assurance right. that as crazy going to be as okay, honey. in the world. Yeah. Yeah, and in so, our relationship, uh-huh. we, we are set. So we're really talking about just a whole complex cluster of emotions and behaviors that form the romantic love, right? Yeah, yeah. Um I'm sorry, are you asking about the... Yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, once the novelty of romantic love has lost, it's gone, it's out by the door, yeah, what happens then? 
Right this part of the program, I'm in conversation with clinical psychologist at Akeso Clinic, Sine Zungo. Welcome back, Sine. Hi, hi there. Okay, so prior to the ad break, you know, you've, we've touched on the type of behaviours that help a relationship last, right? You spoke yes. about the positivity, the assurance, oh. the openness, sharing tasks, and there's a whole long list, right? So now, yes. taking a look at unhealthy relationships, okay. conversely, in the absence of these, and I would call it effective pro-relationship behaviours, an mm-hmm. unhealthy relationship mm-hmm. can develop, right? Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, so if you don't have these effective pro-relationship behaviors, that's how unhealthy uh, relationships start. And an unhealthy relationship um, can be any relationship where harmful behaviors such as uh, sexual, physical, or emotional abuse happen. I mean, ideally, romantic relationships should be a space where both partners receive comfort, love, and assurance from each other. But when the relationship is subverted in such a way that it causes one, or both parties psychological harm or physical harm and the relationship is no longer safe especially for the vulnerable party and um, and a, a, a common example of an unhealthy relationship that tends to happen is what we call a codependent relationship so codependent relationships are dysfunctional relationships where one partner enables the other's destructive behavior and that destructive behavior can be something like substance abuse or just general irresponsibility or chronic illness even. So the both of the partners become trapped in this cycle where one partner engages in harmful behaviors that places them um, in an endangered or helpless position. And the other partner enables the continuance of this this cycle by denying his own needs in compensation for the dysfunctional behavior that is created by the partner. Mm -hmm. So what actually ends up happening is that the whole relationship it's just one-sided. It's no longer a two-way right. street. It's one-sided and it is emotionally abusive and the codependent partner becomes a martyr and tries to save the partner, his partner from the destructive behavior. But both the partners lose their sense of self to this relationship and they neglect their own psychological needs. Mm. Um, so it's, 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 it's quite a vicious cycle where the behaviors of both the partners just feed into the general dysfunction and unhappiness within the relationship. True. But sadly, Mm. Sinead moves on to the point where the person is totally unaware of what's really happening or the effect they've got on the next person. Yes, yes. It is exactly that. It's it's not being aware um, also. Um, It really affects... um, how people behave um, in, in relation to each other. This is why it's important to really understand yourself and to really know yourself in a relationship before you even get into a relationship. Know what it is that you want out of it. Know how you want to be treated. So as soon as a red flag starts to pop up, a red flag being any kind of behavior that is against your way of being, that is, that is harmful to you, as soon as it pops up, you are able to recognize it um, and talk to your partner about it or decide to leave the relationship if that is what you want. Hmm. Sine, unfortunately, we only have three minutes to roll, right? I want you okay. to end off with vital tips to build a yes. healthy, happy, satisfying relationship. Yes. Okay. Firstly, as I said, love yourself and love yourself enough to know that you're worthy of the relationship you really desire, not just any relationship that comes your way. And know yourself. Know where your insecurities lie, what your dynamics are. Be honest with yourself. 
what what you want and you're honest with your partner, honesty and integrity there one of the most fundamental um characteristics that define a happy relationship. And you carefully evaluate the person you want to be in relationship with, um things like you have com- compatible values. You want the same thing. Um, and be willing to learn from the person in the relationship with be willing to grow with the person. And of course do shared activities, do things together, get to know each other, hmm. be open with each other, share with each other and um try and fill your lives with as as much love, as much positivity, as much happiness um when in the time you spend together, I would say. And always remember the moment you get to the point where you just cannot be true to yourself, mm-hmm. you will not be able to be open and honest with anybody else, right? Exactly. Precisely. I think I said it better myself, but what you're saying is, is precisely true. The moment something, in, something in, like intuition starts telling me that uh, mm. this is not going the way I like, this is not something I am happy with, yeah. you need to pay attention to that. And you know, unfortunately, we only have 60 seconds, but denial is a big thing. I'm sorry? Denial. It's a very yes. big thing. <laughs> it's not only a river in Egypt, but it is a, it is a, a clear problem that that can happen. This is why you need to be open and, uh, and honest, as difficult as it might be, as is one of the things that are key and those are essential. And also, if you feel the need for any psychological help to really help you open up and really mm. understand yourself, do not hesitate. Feel free to um, check out what um, therapeutic services are available in your community or if there's a psychologist you might um, uh, feel comfortable speaking to, you should really uh, pursue um, that line um, and get as much help as you need with this kind of thing. And again... I'm going to repeat this for the umpteenth time. Know yourself. Know where your insecurities lie. Know your strengths. Know your weaknesses, you know, and know what your own dynamics are. Yes, definitely. Because really a person in control of him or herself will not want to control or be controlled by others, right? Exactly. Exactly that. Um, What you're saying is absolutely true. You have to understand how you work. Because if you know how you work, you will have straight boundaries. You know mm. where you start and where you end, and where the other parts of the person starts and ends. And you won't want to misstep those boundaries. You will also be able to identify when someone is behaving in a way that is harmful to you. So especially before you even think about getting into an interview, you have to do quite a lot of introspection in terms of your own self, because a relationship is just two people, two people with well, complete universes in and of themselves getting together and um, uncomfortable each other and loving each other. So yeah. you're an essential component that makes totally. your relationship. So I think really I would almost say you get down to scrutinizing that person. You've got to really carefully evaluate the person you seek to be in relationship with. And so the question you would ask is, do you have compatible values? Because that's important. I'm sorry? Do you have compatible values? Yes, yeah. Is the person, the way you see the world is mm. similar to the person you seek to be in a relationship with? Because it is easy for us to say that uh, opposite attracts. And in fact, to a certain extent, that is true. Um, the, the allure is from 
dating or seeing someone who is different from you. Yep. But we see these studies show that the relationships that tend to last longer are the relationships that are based on common grounds, that are based on values that are similar. Hmm. So it might be attractive in the beginning to find someone who's a bit different, but hmm. if what you want is a stable relationship, if what you want is a kind of relationship that will last long, that it will have a future, you True. know, chances um, yeah. are higher if your chances of success in this relationship are higher if the essential things that are important to you are also important to the person you are seeking to love. I also think that, you know, it's so, so important to have that person in your life when you come home, when you're excited, when you're screaming with excitement for the person to say, yay, well done, you know, so they need to share that with you. Yes, because sharing, like we said, it's it's one of those essential pro-relationship behaviors. Your, Your experiences need to be validated by the person you love. So if you are happy, if you are excited, if you have had an excellent day at work or wherever, and you come home to someone who... Uh, kind of blasé about it, yeah. Or uh-huh. not particularly interested in that. I mean, that is quite a defeating feeling. Um, totally. You have your, your experiences are not validated. It is quite painful. Um, Agree. It can be psychologically harming. Yep. So you need someone who can meet you at your wavelength, who, mm. even though they may not fully understand exactly what it is that are so excited, they can appreciate the enthusiasm. They can they appreciate the <laughs> right. showing because it is uh-huh. a part of you. Absolutely. Sine, it's been great chatting to you, honey. All the best. And uh, just very quickly, do you want to share the hotline? I'm sorry? The hotline of Of Akiso. We have an Akiso hotline, and that is available for everybody, um, whether you're a patient of ours or you um, are thinking of it or you just want someone to talk to. It's a 24-hour hotline, and our contact number is uh, 86 1437857 the person on the other line, the counselor who is a professional, who is registered, will be able to direct you to other places around your area where you can find help. So to other psychologists, to psychiatrists, or other mental health professionals who might be able to give you the help you need. Sine, thank you so much for your time, and God bless. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Have an awesome day. Ciao, bye-bye. And that clinical psychologist at Akesa Clinic, Sine Zungo, the helpline 24 hours 0861 435 787.